JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Christmas is really sneaking up, Jules. It is. Unbelievable. We're not at December 1 yet. The Christmas tree is not up yet in my household. I've finished my Christmas shopping. You've finished your Christmas shopping? Done. Out. Tapping out. Christmas shopping. Done. Unbelievable. I don't know what's happened. Last year, I just started doing it early, and now I'm like, Done. I'm organised. I don't know what happened. I have here. the last minute panic. Always. Yeah, I tend to. I might go and get some chocolates that are a rip off. They're marked up $50 because it's Christmas <laughs> time. Uh, but at Christmas, the in-laws are visiting. So Lovely. my wife's family are all coming to Bundaberg for, nice. for Christmas. And I'm, we're both so excited to be able to I'll show them around because every time we have visitors, yeah. They're blown away at how beautiful it is, how much we have on offer. And so we're really looking forward to having them down here. And yeah. we're talking to the in-laws when we're visiting up north um, the other night. And we're chatting to them about Christmas time. And everyone's talking about, oh, I'm excited to go to the beach. Or yeah. I'm excited to play some golf. I'm excited to go to the pub. I'm excited to check out the Bundy Rum Factory. I'm yes. excited to go to Kalki Moon. You get to be the tour guide. Yeah. So all these things that are excited. Then my father-in-law steps up to the plate right. and says, I can't wait for naked bowling. Oh, my God! What? Everyone, boy, we've gone... <laughs> naked bowl. I've never heard of that in Bundy. We've all looked at him and gone, Todd, <laughs> no one is going to be doing this with you at any point. He's looking very confused, <laughs> looking around. He's not, oh, what's it called? What is it again? It turns out he was talking about barefoot bowls down at the bowls club. <laughs> Bowling, yeah. even if you thought that, don't say it out loud. Oh, come on. It was a bad mix-up of words, and it really changed the whole dynamic around bringing your own balls to, to bowling. <laughs> JB and Jules, Bundaberg in print, taking you back over 100 years of Bundy news. We have been gifted this amazing book. This is a collection of real news stories as reported by the News Mail over 110 years right here in Bundaberg. It's amazing. Reading through this book is just, there's so much going on. Mm. So much going on. And so you can play along with this segment in the car by trying to guess what year this story is from. So it could be anything over the past 110 years. And I'm going to give you the headline Mm -hmm. of the article. Jules, it's your job to try and guess what the story is. Usually I'm very off, but we'll give it a go. Uh, The headline is this. Cliff wins ugly man title. (laughs) Cliff wins ugly man title. Well, Cliff must be a person's name. Maybe. Maybe it's a face. A cliff face. A cliff face, is it? Can you give me a... And not in one direction or the other? No. Cliff wins what again? Ugly man title. <laughs> Ugly man title. Uh, well, Cliff was a recluse, recluse man who lived in um, in Branyan. And uh, for, for 30 to 40 years, he decided to stay in his bedroom and face nobody. And all of a sudden, one day, he decided he was going to have his emergence. One day, he was decided that Patty down the road, he wanted to win her over. So he got clean shaven um, and he, he walked over to the... What was previously the cartel's barber shop, and which was Jimmy's that's Jimmy's a, barber salon? You're okay. You're still, Do you want me to keep going? No, it's okay. No, yeah, it seemed like you're hurting yourself. Oh, okay. Anyway, so he would won. you like the he won the, <laughs> he he won won the, the competition? Ugly man it was beautiful, Patty. They lived a wonderful life together. What year do you think it's from? Ah, uh, nineteen sixty-seven. A little bit off, actually. Oh. It was the year nineteen forty-four that on November twenty-five, Cliff Faulkner. Of Tagig, is it Tagigi? Whatever it is, sure. uh, was announced the winner of Yan Darren's Ugly Man competition. 
The four entrants raised £511 for the Andaran District Patriotic Committee. Mr Faulkner received 18,400 votes worth £230. The other competitors were Bert Northover, John Johnson of Waterloo and Gordon Williamsons of Wataugan. Who is naming their child John Johnson? Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> I'm just sh- Imagine being there, getting voted, and you got a whopping 18,400 votes to, to being say so ugly. you are the ugliest. So. Well, I mean, you can cash in on that if you've got clearly a niche in the market. Exactly right. Congratulations to Cliff. What a backhanded competition. Bundaberg in print, that is a real news story. From 1944. Unbelievable stuff. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Nitro Circus is coming live to Bundaberg Recreational Precinct Sunday, the 27th of May next year. And these are amazing stunts. If you've never seen them, there's flips, there's jumps, the lot, it's adrenaline, it's atmosphere, it's so incredible. And an action sports athlete by the name of Ryan Williams, aka R. Willie, is here with me now. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. Of course, the crowd goes wild. Welcome you into Triple <laughs> Now, R. Willie, are you excited to bring Nitro Circus to Bundy? Oh, I'm so excited to just have uh, Nitro Circus back in Australia. It's um, the, the last time we had tour was like two years ago, and actually we had to stop halfway through the tour. So to, to restart it there in Australia, I just cannot wait. Wow. Why did you have to stop it? Was that COVID-related? Yeah, it was because of COVID, and we had, uh. to, we had to pack up and stop the tour, but now we're coming back with a vengeance, and we're ready to send it. Coming back with a bang. Incredible. Now, for those that have never come to see these uh, stunts, these shows before, how would you describe it to a newbie? I wanted to call it controlled chaos. So it's <laughs> FMX, BMX, skateboard, scooter, and then just like anything with wheels on it. If you look around your household, put wheels on something, <laughs> even a lounge chair, yep. and we jump on like 40 feet. Oh, my God. Okay, a lounge chair. What, what's the craziest thing that you've managed to flip? Oh, my. That I've managed to flip was probably like a kid's tricycle, but they've flipped a lot of other things that are just even gnarlier than that. Oh, yeah. I imagine a tricycle is pretty lightweight, right? So you could do a few rotations with it. Um, You know what? That's right. Not these kind of tricycles. we got some heavy-duty tricycles that are for men, for full-grown men, which sounds kind of funny, but... Yeah, they're, they're, they're quite hard to flip, but I've managed to do it once or twice. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, yeah, in saying that, I think you've got a good point. Maybe some people haven't learned to ride a bike until later in life. But let's talk about how you began this love affair. At age 15, you start on the BMX. You're giving air tricks a go. I want to know, what was it that influenced you to make this into a career? Was it a video you watched? Was it people around you? How did it all begin? Yeah, it was definitely the people around me, but I never really thought it would become a career, you know. I was just a scooter kid going down to the skate park, just trying to do tricks and have fun with my mates. And then all of a sudden I was getting paid to do it, and I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And the next thing you know, I'm on Nitro Circus and making a living. So <laughs> it just kind of blew my mind that I could even do this. And I've been doing the Nitro Circus now for 10 years wow. and traveling the world and making a living. And it just like was all born from just watching a, a movie called Ultimate X and just seeing guys doing tricks. And I'm like, I want to do that. And then now it's grown into what I'm doing today. You sure have. I mean, you're over in the States now in, in California. What's the um, what's the world of action sports like compared to, to here? I guess they say it's bigger and better in, in the US. Is it true? Nah, we're, we're way crazier in Australia. But I'm currently just doing a Nitro Circus tour here. It's good to be back on tour to be practicing. I've actually um, 
been try like training for these tours for about a year and a half now, just ready to unleash. So I'm definitely going to go my biggest in Australia because that's just down the road. All I have to do is take like a short flight from my house where I can do all my practicing, and then I just go and can show off in front of thousands of people. We can't wait to see it. Well, Nitro Circus is coming to the Bundy Recreational Precinct Sunday, the 27th of March. You can get your tickets now. It's through Ticketmaster. And, uh, Willie, we cannot wait to see you and see the mayhem that unfolds. Oh, it's going to be crazy. I'll see you there. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Jules, when you think of worms, what do you think? Ooh. You might think, ew, ewy, icky. What, why are we talking about worms? I think good fish bait. But um, oh, we true. are talking about worms. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal way that you can do the full circle in A, helping small business, B, helping the environment, and C, helping people get jobs. Ooh. This covers every single topic. And get this, the Endeavor Foundation are behind this. It is a great idea. They are looking to grow and produce and sell compost. Really? Yep. So what they're doing is they've approached a few local businesses. So there's a couple on board already across the waves, Udi's Cafe, Grindstone Coffee House. Nice. They're all on board. And what they're doing, and they've already started this, is they donate their coffee grinds and their old food scraps to the Endeavour Foundation. The Endeavour Foundation have then gone and set up a worm farm. Oh, wow. Yep. So they started this off because they had a whole heap of potato and onion waste, but they didn't have anything yep. else. And apparently the worms, they get a bit picky. They want some <laughs> they more. They want some variety. There's different varieties of worms. They want to create a bit more. And Fair enough. Okay. Fussy worms. And so all that happens is that Endeavour Foundation, they go around to these different cafes, get all their food scraps, yep. dump them in with the worms. The worms break it down. They end up with a compost that they then sell off to farms in the Bundaberg area. They're looking at macadamia and avocado farms in particular. Wow, that's unreal. I remember being a a retail worker and working at one of these cafes and the worst job was taking the bins out, emptying those coffee grinds. So someone actually comes to these places, these businesses, takes it off them and then gets to make it full cycle. Yeah, well, I think that's it's been one of the big things Bundaberg is built on, right? So you look at even the whole rum, rum is based on overflow from mm-hmm. sugar cane. So yep. they ended up with molasses. Went, well, we can, what can we do with this? They ended up making rum, and it's one of the biggest yes. things going. Bundy, so, the home of repurposing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's a phenomenal way to do it. And um, they're actually looking to expand. So another element of this whole thing is that Endeavor Foundation Industries can then give their workers more jobs. So they're creating right. more work and creating this full cycle. There's just not a bad part to this? No. How cool is this? So are they looking for any other businesses to jump on board? Yeah. So they're looking for as many as possible. So if you are a local business, you've just been throwing your food scraps in the bin or whatever. <laughs> what are you, you doing? Chucking them out to the <laughs> pigs, whatever. There's a good way to do it. Just get in contact with, uh, with Endeavour Foundation Industries. And on the other side of things, if you are a macadamia farm or you're a farmer and you need to get a, a bit more of that compost, then mm. you can get in contact with them. Uh, Endeavour Foundation Industries, they're here in Bundy, number one, Fitzgerald Street in Norville, or you can give them a call 1-800-112-112. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Now, I know that I come across as a bit of a Grinch sometimes, mm. but we are in November. But it does mean that we've got to get ourselves organised. The Christmas season is fast approaching. And I know what you're thinking. Got to get the shopping done. Online shopping's all part of it. And so 
to figure out how we get this all organised and the mad rush towards the end of the year. I've invited Ozpost Andrew Lowe here with us. Good morning. Well done, hey, Andrew. Morning, Good morning, Jackie. mate. How's it going? Good, thank you. Now, assuming things are pretty chaotic for you already, how's the rush looking for Christmas time? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's looking good so far. Um, obviously, we're, um, we're starting to see a, a real increase in, um, in our volumes. And, um, you know, with, uh, with under 40 days left to Christmas, um, yeah, things at, at Australia Post are starting to, to really ramp up to, to ensure we're delivering for all of our customers this year. Absolutely. I've heard, Andrew, when I first moved to town here in Bundy, I heard that Bundaberg is one of the top regions for online shopping. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, well, um, definitely some of our regional um, um, sort of uh, satellite cities are definitely uh, uh, high up on the on the online shopping. But yeah, definitely with uh, with Bundaberg, we've seen a, a 53% um, jump in online shopping between September um, 2019 and September 2021. So Ooh, you know, um, that's pre-pandemic. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely sort of you know been a big increase. But yeah, Bundaberg definitely is one of our one of our highest regional. Um, you know, online shopping um, hot spots in Queensland. Yeah, and at Australia Post, I assume you see where they're coming from and where they're going to. Is there any sort of products that seem to be the most popular that you've noticed? Yeah, definitely um, footwear, um, printing and stationery and, and pet products um, have been the big uh, movers um, over the over the last sort of 12 months. And, and that's indicative of, you know, a lot of people being in lockdown and people feeling comfortable Buying a lot of those uh, those staples, um, yeah. you know, um, from, Andrew. From home. I tried. I've tried to explain this to my mum and to <laughs> to the women in my life. You don't need new shoes in lockdown. There's no need for it. <laughs> no. Yep, but it's uh, it's it's the reality, isn't it? It is. That's it. I'm just imagining Andrew going through a whole bunch of uh, parcels there at Oz Post. Yep, uh, you guys are ordering a lot of footwear. What, a lot of this. <laughs> that's what I've often thought. Uh, would the delivery person like sort of? get to know the the consumer would they go oh look margaret's ordered another pair of shoes from shoes online would they notice that deep they definitely do and uh, <laughs> in my example in my household where i live with a house of three uh three females um our postie knows our um, shopping habits more than i do <laughs> hilarious now finally andrew uh we want to know what are your top tips to ensure that those presents arrive on time this year I suppose the biggest thing is uh, get in early. Um, um, the key uh, posting dates this year are the 13th of December for, for Parcel Post and uh, the 20th of December for Express Post. So um, my biggest, uh, my key tip this year is just get in early, make sure you allow enough time for, for your parcels to, to, to get lodged, processed and delivered uh, in time. Um, just make sure that the packaging's uh, nice and uh, clean um, and the addressing information is, is, is clear and you just double-check that just to make sure there's no no missorts and, and, and the article gets there correctly. So don't have a few too many cheeky lemonades when you write out don't the address. Go, don't go. <laughs> correct, yeah, correct. Online shopping has caused a stir because none of us have ever, well, most of us haven't been to a shopping centre drunk, so this new shopping <laughs> trend is very, very dangerous. Andrew from Australia Post, we pray for you over the next month or so. It's going to be chaotic, and we wish you all the best. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. A lot of people know us from our famous jingle, the JB and Jules jingle by yeah. Wazza Wrangle. People come up and sing it to us. It's great. Stone the Crows, it's brekkie time. I think we should introduce a rule. If someone comes and sings our jingle to us, we have to give them a gift. A goodie. Yeah, we have to give them a little goodie mm. or at least a dance or something. But uh, <laughs> They don't we'll, want us to dance. We'll work We'll work on that one later. But um, Wazza Wrangle, he'll sometimes message me late at night. I don't know 
if he's just up having a few bevos. That's or, when musos maybe get a bit of inspiration. Yeah, well, I'd say he was very inspired when he come up with this. It's a Google Translate version of our song. Have you ever used Google Translate? Ah, uh, yeah, all the time yeah. when I don't know how to say something in yeah. French. <laughs> so there's a there's a game that you can play with Google Translate where you say something. Say I say. G'day, my name's Justin. Put mm. it into Google Translate. I can translate it to Korean or something. When I translate it back, it works like Chinese whispers, and it comes back very odd. So you've gone English, Korean, then back Korean to, back to English. Yeah, and it causes just a real stir. Was has sent me this audio where he's done it with the JB and Jules oh, jingle. Lord. Have a listen to this. G'day, folks. Was it here? I am using an artificial app to convert the JB and Jules intro song lyrics from text to speech. I will do them in English and then translate them using the app into Korean. Then I will translate them back from Korean to English. Here is the English version. Stone the Crows it's breaky time with JB and Jules. From 6 to 9 on air online with JB and Jules. They like a chat, some tit for tat, that's sounding rude, better pull it back. Stone the Crows it's breaky time with JB. JB. And Jules. And now translated into Korean. 까마귀를 돌로 돌로 그것은 JB와 줄스와 함께 깨지기 쉬고 시간 JB와 줄이 있는 6에서 9회 방송 중 그들은 채팅을 좋아한다. 패트에 대한 몇 가지 티트. 그 무례한 소리. 더 나은 다시 반격 까마귀를 돌로 돌로 돌면 JB와 함께 부서지기 쉬고 시간입니다. JB 그리고 줄. And now from Korean back to English. Stone the crow to stone it breaks with JB and Jules and of the six or nine episodes with time JB and lines they like to chat, a few tits for tat, that rude sound, better pull the crow back and turn the crow into stone, it's time to break with the JB. JB and Jewel. With communication breakdowns like this, no wonder wars happen, ha, ha, bye for now from was, smiley face. Oh man. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who thinks... Hey, you know what I'll do? I'll take the JB and Jules jingle. I'll translate it into Korean for some reason and translate it back. Was a wrangle, that too. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.